This is episode 139 of the IDRA Class Notes Podcast. Stories are a great way of teaching. It's actually better than just reading from the book. It taps into students how they felt probably about something they have heard before. You begin to create mental images of that story. And that's why you then you tap into the associations and Mm -hmm. then it stimulates critical thinking. Using storytelling is important to make sure that students are ready to learn. Welcome again to IDRA's Class Notes. I'm Aurelio Montemayor, and I'll be talking with Dr. Neil Caviles about issues in early childhood. We're talking about geometry and children. Dr. Aviles, what is the story you're going to be focusing on? The story I'm going to be focusing on is Dos Pollitas Listas. And Dos Pollitas Listas is about a gallinita colora, a hen, who's a teacher, and she has little children that are chicks, and particularly in the class they were talking about shapes, and she, the teacher gave homework to the students to bring all the shapes that they could find at home for the next class. Well, when the children go home, two little chicks, they're, they're smart chicks, decide how we're going to take all these shapes. Look, I can see the table is a square. I see a mirror in the bathroom that is a rectangle. I see the plates that are round. How are we going to take all of this to the classroom tomorrow? But then, click, one of them said, I know. All we have to do is draw them. So that's what they did. They just started to draw everything they found at home. Next day, when they get to school, here come all the other friends carrying all kinds of things to the classroom and they say oh my god then the hand teacher say what is this all of this you know because they're carrying all of it and she said well you told us to bring everything we could find at home with the shapes so that's what we did and we still have more to bring and she said oh my god i know i did not give clear directions and i know that when we give directions to students we have to be very concise and very precise and clear because then this is what happened but the two little chicks they were actually very happy because they did exactly what the teacher wanted them to do I, which I want to yeah, just back up a little this story is part of a larger series called Semitas de Aprendizaje Seedlings of Learning that IDRA published recently tell me a little bit about the series and the context of this story within that series yes there are actually 10 mm-hmm. 10 books They are actually bilingual, English and Spanish. They're very culturally relevant. They hit the STEM because there's some themes of science, technology, mathematics, and engineering. It also have additional books, 15 little books that had issues pertaining to math, issues pertaining to your Mm self-concept as well. And there's also a series of the same 10 stories, but with more vocabulary for upper levels. The full story. So this is for children between the ages of four and seven. Now, coming back to Dos Pollitas, the two little chicks, tell me how you connect the story then or how you expand it as a lesson in geometry for young children. Yes. What we actually do first, we try to tell stories because it hit the emotion. And then with that, associations come about. And then students and uh, begin to reason 
and it's, it goes then to hit critical thinking. So tell, what we're tell, trying tell to do... Tell me more about the telling of a story. How is that important? It is important because, you know, you bring emotions to it. It tap into students, how they felt probably about something they have heard before. So that when you're telling the story, you make it dramatic. You put you, feeling and emotion into feeling it. Feeling emotion, and then people, you begin to create mental images yes. of that story. And that's why you then you tap into the associations, which then goes to reasoning, and mm -hmm. then it stimulates critical thinking. So that's what we want to do in the classroom. We want to create critical thinkers. So how do you get from the emotional attachment to the story to the critical thinking? How do you move that? Well, like, for example, this story of the chicks drawing the shapes, we talk about two-dimensional figures, what representations are there. We look into architecture design, looking into the real world. And then with figures, we actually have the kids create a story. And then you can actually come up with so, critical So yeah, when you say figures, they're, they're given circles, triangles, they're given and squares, circles, and triangles, squares, rectangles. And then they use those to tell a story to themselves. To make a story. Because what they do, they, we give them the shapes, and then they create a picture of it. And then from the picture, like, they can create houses. They can create little trees. They can create little wagons, little cars with it. And then with that, they create a story. So they have like little cardboard shapes that they move around but create figures. Now, how does this make it a lesson in geometry? Well, because since they are figures, for example, a triangle, we talk about three shapes. If it's a square, we say there's four equal size. So then you start building on that. Are the sides the same? Are they different? Mm -hmm. If it's a circle, is there an ending? Is there not an ending? then you can actually take that to life. Well, a circle is kind of like life. It starts, and then it continues and goes around and around. So, so you connect shapes to other things beyond the shape itself. So where does the critical thinking come in? The critical thinking comes in when they reason all these things. Uh -huh. For example, pyramids. Pyramids are in a prism. How was that created? Each side is a triangle. Each side is a triangle, and then... How can we use that to move it into writing, for example, or to move it into how can you create that shape into something that you want to perceive later or, or produce later? So it's going beyond just identifying the shape. Let's say, for example, the child sees rectangles in the windows of the building and says, that's a rectangle. But then going beyond just identifying the shape, connecting that shape to a story or to something else, then becomes deeper thinking, a critical thinking. Right. Then they have a variety of these shapes, and they can create different representations mm -hmm. that can apply to real-world experiences. And when they create a story, they're actually applying how can they use a figure to create either two-dimensional or three-dimensional figure to then be able to write something about it. So, so they then they actually, tell a story about what they created. Exactly. And then the critical thinking comes in when you when they use that knowledge and they can use that variety of the representations of the figures and create something new. That's okay. where I think the critical thinking comes in. So they hear the story. Then they start moving these shapes around and creating their own story. Then... That leads to them telling their own stories when they create that? Exactly. They tell their own stories. They can actually dramatize their story. Mm -hmm. Others then get to 
see what their peers mm -hmm. created. The story can be even expanded. Uh, if let's say they ended in a certain way, how can we end this in a different way? You know, we can bring sadness, we can bring happiness, we can bring, you know, all these different emotions, which is what authors do. Yeah. They tap right. into our emotions, and then we can actually have these mental images, and then you can apply everything Now, to real life. if you're telling the story in Spanish to children that are Spanish speakers, and they learn all the shapes and all that, does that transfer to English? Sure. Definitely. It's the same thing. It transfer because see, a rectangle is a rectangle, whether... Uh, no matter what language. No matter what language. And see, the thing about this book, you know, it forces the students to make observations mm -hmm. and then to apply that. Because see, when they're traveling with their parents down the road, they can say, look, that sign is a rectangle or that other sign is a circle. They apply this knowledge to real-world experiences. They, at home, whether in a place they walk into the bank, for example, and they can see the ceiling tiles, what shape they are. And if they keep identifying them in Spanish, in English, they just have to learn the new label because the concept is already learned. Exactly. That's so exactly. in math, once the concept is learned, it doesn't have to be relearned in a second language, the no. concept. The concept is the concept, and they will not be able to apply it. In some cases, for example, geometry, geometria. Yeah. There's a lot of similarities. Triangulo is triangle. Tri triangle yes. is triangle. So there's yes. those connections. Yeah. As far as we provide the language, we provide the pictures, mm -hmm. we provide the similarities of the word, sometimes the root of the word, etc. Kids make those connections. It's all about mm -hmm. making connections. Mm -hmm. It's all about exposing children to visual and images. Also, touching the objects yeah. and being able to manipulate them. So now, that... this particular story in this series called Semitas de Aprendizaje, or Seedlings of Learning, is focuses on, on geometric shapes. This one What does. other kinds of, of math or science concepts are contained in some of the stories, some of, in the series? There's another one called El Collar de Mar Margarita, and that one has to do with... Margarita's necklace. Margarita's necklace. That's, yeah. That's had to do with using... Cuentas uh, using uh, beads. beads to create a color. Yeah. Uh, because it's, oh. it's the art of manipulating uh, yes. and making what they call a Shakira. Then it's it's about building yes. uh, something, a product. Constructing and something. Constructing something yeah. and then being able to expose it to others. So in the series of stories, you mentioned STEM that's very, very important these days, which is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Uh, themes like this are woven into these stories. It's exactly. And then mm. going back to the one of Margarita's necklace, you can go into the computer. That's the one that you go into the computer and, and create you create it, it oh, yeah. using the figures yes. there. The now, shapes. the shapes, you have a variety of shapes, so they're still recognizing shapes, but now they're constructing, constructing something. Constructing something with or, it. And it's creative. They, they have their own choices as to how they create that. And how to color necklace. them, yes. uh, what shapes to use, the design that they want to put together. It's also, again, that's the critical thinking part of the creativity. Yeah. Are these that comes things that parents it. can do easily at home? Yes, definitely. As a matter of fact, there is a parental component that we call cartitas, little letters that go home. After the teachers uh, discuss this in the classroom, there's a letter that goes home, and, and it gives them the parents activities that they can follow up at For extension, home, for, for enrichment. For extension, for enrichment, mm -hmm. and to bring the parental engagement as well and the collaboration so that the parents are part of the educational process along with the teachers. 
Why is it that stories are so important in teaching? Why are stories so important? Well, again, like I mentioned before, stories tap into emotions. That's why the affected domain is so important. With everybody, especially with, with children. With everybody, especially with children. And even then with secondary education, that sometimes mm -hmm. it's forgotten, and that's why we have so many problems. <laughs> that's why problems. it's so boring in high yes, school. Yes, that's why so many problems. Us high school teachers forget those because things. Because everything, <laughs> everything is cognition, and they forget about the affected yes. domain. But in this case, tapping into the affected domain, again, how do, how do you make reading fun? How do you make uh, learning exciting? Is about tapping the emotions first. Then you associate that, that emotion or with that story. You become the the protagonist of the story. Mm -hmm. You become the main character of the story. Yeah. And it brings that, right. all and the other critical The affective domain, yes. which t touches in with values, attitudes, feelings, and emotions is so important. So to wrap up, what's your final word about stories and what you're doing with them? Stories are a great way of teaching. It's actually better than just reading from the book. Because again, the emotions are so critical. So Using storytelling is important to make sure that students are ready to learn. And serious content like math can be taught through stories. Thank you very much, Dr. Aviles, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to IDRA Class Notes. For more information on IDRA and other Class Notes topics, go to www.idra.org. You can also send us your thoughts by email to podcast at idra.org.